Hello. Welcome to the 8123 podcast. I am here doing this intro without Garrett because I am laying in my bed uh, and he's at home. But today's episode has been a long time coming. Uh, We have Tim Kirch, my brother, our manager, the founder of 8123, the person that makes it all happen with us. Um, Yeah, very excited for you guys to hear this. It went very long, so uh, we did a bonus episode talking about uh, ideas that we have for the the f- the the future of eighty one twenty three and what what we want to do next. So we will be posting that soon too. So uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming to the fest. Those of you that did, if you didn't, next year. Um, we love you. Hope you're digging the new song. Go pre-order the new record on our site. You know the drill. Um, anyways, I'm just going to get right into the episode because it's a long one. Hope you enjoy it. I love you very much. Take care. Peace out. Bye. So we're here. We're at the, we're at the store. We've never done one here. Yeah. Normally we're at the studio. So you might be able to hear some cars drive by. Yeah. I was saying we could put a cone in the middle of the road and tell people we they can't drive down Van Buren. I think we just put it in the back room. No, it was fine. It'll okay. be fine. We'll we'll do it in the future. In the future, yeah. Oh, in the future, yeah. we'll do it in the toilet. <laughs> we can we can b- build a little podcast thing in the in the back. We got to put some s- sound soundproofing up or something. That'd be so fun. We don't have as much echo. Mm. Have you guys uh, recovered yet from the weekend? No. I, I uh, eighty one twenty three weekend. Well, I just dropped everyone off at the airport, and what? It's, so it's Thursday, and you had five people at your house. Yeah, I had yeah five people staying at the house, besides one night. Uh, no, there were six, six because Juan stayed one night. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we we had a full, a full house. So it was like getting back. It was just like it kind of kept going. After even mm-hmm. the fest was over, and so it was three, three, four extra days of. Hey, might I think, as well I think keep that me. was the the best part having everybody that has worked with us over the years come out and be that stoked. Yeah, it was when well, I saw. I was like su- su- surprised that that many people would want to come to our show. Like yeah. I, I, I always feel like oh, like. You like, mean friends? Yeah, or? like like our friends don't really like like our band or like <laughs> like 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 want to come to a show and then it's like, oh, like everybody actually wanted to like no come I, watch us like two two nights in a row. So Sunday I woke up, and it was just like, just kind of like it was just like whoa, what happened last night? And I'm like about to take a shower, and I like look at my phone and Kristen like posted something and it was like all of our friends like singing. Mars and I was like holy shit and I like started to choke up because it was like not only is like you can hear all of the people but it's like just our friends like just as pumped and it like made me like really emotional I was like I don't know it it, it, it made me feel good <laughs> I don't know why um yeah so I, I don't even know if I necessarily know the full details I don't I'm doubt Garrett would know either like the um the eighty one twenty three parking garage. Uh, how did that start? Because that's where the name comes from, and um, 
I, I I guess I don't know exactly even how that began. I I know that it is a parking garage right by our parents' house, and but beyond um, that, I'm pretty su- pretty sure Rich and Gibson actually found it, and they would go there on weeknights early on, just them two, and go smoke prime times, <laughs> like those little mini cigars, yeah. <laughs> uh, on the parking garage, and then I think probably like a month of them like hanging out there on their own we all kind of started to go there and then it became like the skate spot the hangout spot we'd go there before we'd go out at night it was just like a the whatever our clubhouse of meeting up there then we'd go out after that's what i i didn't know who started it but that's what i yeah. I knew you'd go there and smoke cigarettes and curse. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that we've, I've been there. I think we all went there before. I think you've been there probably before we called it 8123 when we were yeah. skating in that yeah. area. Because mm-hmm. we'd go over to whatever those big warehouses behind there and go skate. Well, the we funny thing, the parking garage where you actually hung out isn't 8123. Isn't which John had, I, he had a panic attack when we went and shot photos. Was it the last festival? Right before? Yeah, yeah. And he was on the roof, and when we pulled up, the actual <laughs> parking garage address was whatever, 8133 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and yeah. He had like a melt- he had like a, like a moment where he had like this like little meltdown. In his- <laughs> I just saw his face. He didn't say anything, but his face was like, oh, shit, we've named it wrong the entire time. <laughs> and then you go up on top, and, and you see across, you see 8123. Yeah, so that was the spot. We'd go hang out in that corner, and you could see it. So we just... They called it 8123. What a fucking weird thing. Oh, yeah. Like, for John to just put that in, in a, song. a song. Yeah. And I remember, like, I thought it was c- cool when he did mm-hmm. it because it seemed like, oh, only he could write that line. Totally. Besides you guys, like, you know, yeah. if you guys wrote a song, maybe you'd do something like But, like, it, it meant nothing to anyone. And I then, mean, even our friends, it was like our go-to spot to hang out, but it wasn't like we called our friends 8123. Yeah. yeah. And then I think by the wording of 8123 means everything to me, like him grouping it into like, this, these are our friends as a whole. Yeah. He like kind of named it right there. Yeah. Because before it was just a place, you know? Yeah. yeah. What? I mean, just like, I don't even remember him. Do you remember him like talking about it then? Like when we were recording that's like I, I remember like just being like, Oh, it was a place we hung out. But it didn't seem like Oh, I mean I remember him just saying that we all were along like he wanted to write a, a song about like his friends. Yeah. You know, and I just that that was just something yeah. for them, yeah. That that was in it. The crazy yeah. part was the part of the song and the dropout. No, well, no, like, there, there 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 isn't a the, dropout. In the Oh, but I mean live, you guys yeah, 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 it yeah, kinda yeah. became that though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think the first time we did the drop was. Was it on the tour or was it the on fest? The, no, the eighty-one twenty-three tour. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because now, like when we play it, like it, that's it just, like part of it now. It just yeah. like that. My hand goes to like, okay, stop here. Yeah. <laughs> Where like, yeah, normal things. That's not like the case. Yeah. But it's just. So funny. But it's crazy how like perfect that was. Yeah. Because I mean, I was, we were sound the music management. Which I don't even know what that means at all. <laughs> sound the music? That's what it was. Like when what? we first started. When yeah. we first started, I was sound the music management. Yeah. Sound? Like sound the music. Sound. <laughs> sound. Comma. The music. 
<laughs> but no comma. Like I was imagining in my head like a siren, like sound the music. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Which makes Here we come. no sense at all. Here we come. Sound I mean, the I had music. a bunch of terrible company names. Random, random, enter- random yeah. clothing, then, and then random entertainment. I, yeah. I guess uh, you know, r- 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 random entertainment. I think is where I, I, I want to be- begin with yeah. your uh, <laughs> journey go- go- going through the, the the music business. So, I guess we were just fans of music, mm-hmm. drive through records, and watch the DVDs all the time, and. Uh, you know, I had friends that played in bands, and I guess that's kind of the start of all this is yep. because Max, who was our tour manager and Alvo were in a band. And, um, well, I tried out for that band the day <laughs> before Halvo. Yeah. And I auditioned and did not know how to play bass, but owned a bass for five years or four years. <laughs> hey, that's, that's how <laughs> I started. never knew how to play. That's how I started too. Yeah. But in- I never practiced. I did not know anything, but I was in three bands with uh, <laughs> yeah. Pat and I were in bands and I did yeah. not know how to play. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. you knew how to play. <laughs> yeah, but that was like after. That was a co-write. Yeah. That was, a co-write. Um, <laughs> that was after that was, bad that motivation? Was like after he had already. G- I got g- out of g- attempting g- to be in a band. <laughs> Given up on <laughs> being a musician. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I originally wanted to play guitar, and my, I think our, you still my do. mom uh, took us to J.C. J- JCPenney, and there was only one guitar left, and Tim was like, no, I'm getting this. Yep. And I, was, I cried because I, I wanted the guitar, so the only other thing they had was a drum set. Yeah, it was a black. It was so, like a so then I, black guitar, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. It was like Ibanez a sh- look. But not an Ivan Caster, kind of like yeah. or whatever. But I, um, yeah. So then I, I had to play drums because he wanted to play guitar. But and you got like a plastic drum set, like yeah. a little kid's drum yeah. set, yeah, um, like a, the like tiny, really tiny ones, yeah. yeah, yeah, like not like you could bend the shells. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> that kind of happened like our entire life. Like no. Pat's bike got ran over. <laughs> he got a brand new bike. Three weeks later, it got ran over. So then Tim got a new bike, and then I got the old one. Oh, and then, yeah. well, and then I, I got, I got, I got his, his, his old one. But I mean, it worked out perfect. Yeah, because you got the new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, but also, he got drums, and yeah, now he's a drummer. So that's true. <laughs> that's your job is drumming. I, you guys I wouldn't know each other. I don't think I would. I don't think no. without I, that, I, I without that decision for me to temporarily guitar play guitar, then yeah, you guys would not know each other. I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. I guess you you liked music and the c- culture of it, and just mm-hmm. wanted to be a part of it, and knew that playing wasn't going to be your avenue. Um, I mean, I think it was you're hanging out with people all day long, and they're in a band and practicing, and you're kind of like sitting there, and there's like two or three other guys in the room that were just kind of the guys that would watch, and yeah. I just like hated that idea of like just, just sitting, sitting on the there. wall and watching other people do something. I always wanted to be like involved in it in some way. Mm-hmm. So I think it was that idea of just like finding a role within the group. But then I think the other part of it was like Brian, our older brother was always like into marketing and creative stuff like that, where I think I was always kind of thinking that way. Um, I think that was like the big point of like, I think he did like, well, he had a clothing line. Yeah. But was that before me? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he had a clothing line and he did like a bunch of like marketing for it that was like really creative and it was always like talking about like the philosophy of marketing and what you could do. So I think like a lot of those principles got stuck in me like really early. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was, you know, why I found that role in the, in the group. Well, I, I remember Brian even having the clothing line when I met you. Mm. No, it would have been after. I think what, the stickers would have been or the old done, shirts. What would have been done before, yeah. before that? But yeah, maybe, maybe there was just shirts yeah. hanging around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he he would have had the um, bus well, company. I know he had that. Then. Yeah, maybe I clump clumped them together. Yeah. Um. So then, you, you know, you started printing merch and making a clothing line for bands to mm-hmm. wear and. Um, did you have any vision for what that was or you just wanted to make <laughs> shirts and that with friends and I mean Gibson and I thought of the clothing line which became random but first it was called Theta Clothing. What? We were ma- Theta. Theta? We were in math class together when we came up with the name and Theta. We were learning about Theta. Wow. <laughs> so we uh, came up with the name and I was like just drawing out like Theta All the stuff. logos and the marketing plan, and oh, then we basically re- you started you drawing out logos. I remember <laughs> those days, like, but yeah. like, but that's just how you did it. You'd have your notepad in class, sketch out terrible. You're not, not even yeah. fucking paying attention to what's happening in front of mm-hmm. you know what you're being taught. You're like, I came up with this great idea, and like you're writing it, and like stupid lyrics or whatever. Like totally. draw, like I remember drawing in my art class the perfect stage setup for like what a cool concert would be and it was just like it was just drums and bass and guitar like it was nothing special <laughs> at all and i put lights you know but it was just like you're just, i was just thinking about it all the time i mean i would 100%. Yeah, i know you were yeah um so then that transition i guess and you, you like starting to go to the shows with everybody and where no, i started helping them book their first few shows like Halvo, well, Halvo got like a bunch of shows at Big Fish Pub and uh, Hard Rock Cafe, Lucky Dragon, yeah, Stratum. Um, so he he was doing those, and then I was like, oh, we can just start booking our own shows. Yeah, and then the clothing line was kind of its own thing, and then booking shows was like another little side business. And then when we like MP3.com was like just transitioning, I think, to pure volume. Um, and that's when I was like real big on trying to like discover up and coming bands before my friends could find somebody, <laughs> you know, like Max found story of the year. And yeah. I was like, Oh, I got to find a band, you know? Yeah. So I just spent like hours trying to find that, that next band or whatever. But you, I mean, cartel fucking my American heart. Like you found my American heart, right? Yeah. I think so. Oh, is that why, yeah. is that why cartel. they, your band, that yeah. were your band? <laughs> That's why they, yeah. you love them so much? Yeah. <laughs> They're mine. I found them. Yeah, um, no, I found Cartel and then Second Chance, which became Just Surrender. Just Surrender, yeah. So that's like basically I got in contact with the bands, sponsored them. Yeah. And then as like the clothing line. And then we, uh, I think my first like big, big show was My American Heart, Second Chance, Cartel, Bad Motivation, and... Uh, I forgot one other artist, but um, basically booked out the clubhouse, 
had all of our friends come, which was the entire crowd. Yeah. yeah it's probably 150 people. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. And it was the first day of their tour, and it was like the yeah. biggest show of the entire tour that they <laughs> had at the time. But basically, did had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Paid them all of the money <laughs> as like a sponsorship for yeah. the clothing line, which I wasn't making any money off of. We yeah. were just like recouping yeah. the cost of the shirts and printing more. Um, selling to friends. Selling them to friends. Um, and that was like the first of like, Oh, this music business thing could actually happen. Mm-hmm. So, w- w- did w- were you like I don't even were you like reading how to book no. shows? You were just guessing, guessing. Just I mean, I knew the local. Like, I knew the local venues. I emailed them and asked how much it was to rent out the room for the day. And then you and then looked at the numbers and I was like, oh, a ticket price. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I wasn't even thinking. I I don't have a single like profit loss sheet from any single show that I ever did (laughs) ever. It was just a pile of money or a lack of that pile. Yeah. And that's just how I operated. But like, so I did that show. It was awesome. Paid them a bunch of money. I think we, the guarantee was like $250 for the package or something or $300. And then I paid each of them on top of it. Like the bands I sponsored cartel and a second chance, like 500 bucks a piece. And they were probably like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, they on? were, it was in, they were, yeah, they were in shock. May, yeah. yeah. And then like one of the other bands on tour was like, found out that I paid, how much money I paid them. And the they dude, were upset. Like, upset. They freaked out. Came, came in the back of the venue and like tried to like talk a bunch of shit to me or whatever. Yeah. And like started a fight. <laughs> and I was like, that was like the first of like, oh shit. Like, yeah, I gotta, it was, um. I, I, were a pretty I, I decent can sized band. see the album artwork. They, they, they were like kind of like a cowboyish yeah. kind of band. Um, cowboy. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't the band that, uh, that opened up at the modified. Oh, it wasn't. No, uh, it was something it was else. It's like something too. green. It had like, yeah. uh, anyways, green but day. Then it green I mean, day. it was green. Day. <laughs> I just remember it was like, we, after the show, we were driving home and we stopped at like circle K and cartel was in there. And then we went and you bought them like, uh, uh, like all their, like their sodas yeah. or whatever that they after, had after giving them uh, all of the money, Seven Eleven across the street. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, you, you were just kind of just making it up. As you yeah, I mean, I think like, it was like if I took care of these bands that like it was just like if you do the right thing, yeah. then good things will come. Well, totally and then they'll want to come back and yeah, yeah. And then I booked you know their keep next, wearing your shirts next two shows yeah in town, and then did the same thing again. I think like the show made twenty five hundred dollars, and I paid them two thousand of that. Yeah, that's crazy. So it was like would that been mo- would that been when mo- I met you the modified one of yeah, those shows card- cartel and yeah. Yeah, and uh, that was Kill Courtesy, which is Max's band's uh, album, album release, release, release yeah. show. Yeah, and you gave all the money to Cartel. A lot of it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, Max isn't listening to this. <laughs> no, I mean, I like, I wasn't even thinking. I don't even know what I was thinking. I just no, it was felt, just like they're the touring band, and yeah. like honestly, at that point, they were like kind of gaining some some totally. buzz. And, yeah, like, the Ransom some, EP some I success. think was just re-released on uh, Militia, right? Militia, Militia Group, Group, yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. It's people um, by. Yeah, and then I, I guess from there um, is when the Kerosene Kids 
got going and that's when I actually joined a real band for the first time, I guess. Yeah. And so uh, I was managing Garrett's band. Well, I remember, yeah. okay. So we had started like we were like told the world that we were a band because all me and Ryan's old band broke up and we joined the band and Zach, the singer was in the most popular local band and his band broke up. And then we all got together. And I remember that day, you hit me up on AIM. And we're like, I want to manage your band. And it was like, what? Because we had never had a manager. Oh, it, that was the first day? First or second day. Like, second really? practice ever. And, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember you guys playing your first show. Or, like, one of your first shows at Neckbeard's. And like seeing the pictures and it was like packed and I was like, Oh my God, like these guys are so good. Like, yeah, no, uh, the, well, cause no, that I mean, it you... felt really, it felt like from your previous bands, like you were in local bands and that band felt like the real deal for the first time. Yeah. Like it was like, they're going to be the big local band yeah. in Phoenix. Well, I, I, but like the day I met you, cause I had never met you and you were already managing our band for weeks yeah and i met you at that show <laughs> our first show no i think what you guys your garage no i met practice. i remember meeting you at at the show oh, okay and i was like here's our manager and it was just like so weird and then that's yeah forever changed after that at modified arts um and you were managing a couple other troop 101 which was which became ann arbor mm -hmm. that was like my first or I guess uh, Kill Courtesy, yeah. Bad Motivation, but they, same band. They had broken up by then. They broke up and they at, stopped. At their CD release, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then done, Troop 101 like, was managing them and they were like starting to do pretty well locally. And then I picked you guys up after that. Yeah. Well, then. I think yeah. I was 15 then or maybe, maybe I just turned 16. I think I was 14. Yeah. 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 And then six months later, I'm, I meet your brother. Cause, yeah. Because our drummer quit. Yeah. And then I'll never forget that first practice with you. Oh, yeah. And you standing up. Dude, yeah. it was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. So we're having our we're trying Pat out. And Tim brings him over because he couldn't drive because we couldn't drive yet. And he brings the drum set in. We play this one song and there's like this breakdown at the end. And Pat jumps up on his <laughs> right before it. He jumps up on his stool and then grabs his sticks and does this X thing and then like pretends to like cut his throat and then goes into it and my head exploded. I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. And I remember, but I think I was the only one that really thought that because I remember Tony being like, what the fuck? Like, because I mean, he was pretty loose. It was like, yeah. a lo like it wasn't the tightest it's because Andrew was like in a pretty good drummer. And mm. then but you were like, but like hit so hard. And I was like, he's the best. Mm. And like, I wanted, I was like, yes. Mm. And then, uh, what? It was probably a couple weeks before we were like, oh, Pat's in the band. Um, no, I, th I, th I, th I think it was only a couple days. Cause yeah, we tried out. Someone, came, someone came was on the fence. Someone was on the I fence. I think it was Tony. Yeah. yeah. Because you know, whatever. Yeah. And then we were like, yeah. Yeah. Pat yeah. with the thing. Yeah. With the cutthroat thing. Yeah. I think even like that's when even my career of like trying to be a manager, I think like 
having Pat involved, having like getting closer with you guys, like that was when it was like, let's start thinking about like, what does a year look like? What does yep. the next month look like? How do we make a show bigger? Well, I think it, before it was just like doing random shows, doing stuff and not thinking about it. Like, yeah. All right, let's build a career. Well, yeah, and I mean, like, I think like that's really when it started to like consume everything we did. Totally. It was like, Hey, we can like talk about this all the time and, and, and figure out the best thing to do. And, I, I, I think the the big thing that we did is we just paid attention to what like other bands were doing. Mm-hmm. And then like, even if they were way bigger, it, it was like, off. it was like, how could we do a, a version of what they're doing, but just on our level, yep. um, and, which and is kind of what we've just it, still do. It doesn't, what we've see, always it done. doesn't feel that diff. Like I think about that meeting we had when it was the first band and like you were like, what's your your goal or whatever? Mm-hmm. And like I still remember that, and it still doesn't feel that different from what we do now. Like, what what do we want to accomplish with this one? And like, it's still like the same kind of basic idea. And you had it yeah. for twelve years. Yeah, I mean, when I was years, when I posted that photo of like that festival notebook? idea yeah, that yeah, I had no- in my yeah. notebook, I was like reading through it and like seeing a lot of the ideas that I was asking myself then mm-hmm. and still asking myself those same questions. Yeah. And then also like I was budgeting out like how I was going to make 20 grand a month from uh, how many like, doing shows or whatever. Yeah. It was like if I do X amount of shows and like running the budgets on it and like trying You're to think about it more as like a business. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, Oh, this is uh, a lot of the same like thought process was like there from the very beginning. But you, I mean, you had that too though. Like, since then yeah we would be on the phone with each other constantly being like hey like hey if we start printing shirts we can make this much and this could pay and we could record this and like i mean it was great it's well, I mean, all I think been those there. like early conversations i think shaped like all of us you totally know? i think like you know pat and i would spend hours at home just like talking about stuff and then when i went on tour i'd call him we'd talk and then i'm still calling you guys and having those same conversations just yeah on a different level now so you so like going on tour for the first time that was you had made friends with 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 lauren from lydia just through local shows yeah so i after i started booking all those local shows i booked a few at a venue called neckbeard soda bar and started booking shows like once a month there and the owner of the venue um, just like sold half the business. Um, he had a partner in it. He sold his half, or uh, he bought his partner's half, and took over the venue. And he basically needed somebody to like run the booking. So that's when I started working at Neckbeards, and basically worked for free for two and a half years for him, just running every single show, finding talent online doing everything and then like even like shows i would lose on i would have to pay it but shows i would make money on i would give to him because i needed to make sure that he could pay his rent (laughs) uh so it was like kind of like looking back on it now like very very like silly business you know just like not not looking at it like for myself but but trying to shows that like there is a certain like being naive and just like being willing to do whatever it takes to make it happen yeah. is like how you learned. Yeah, totally. You know? I mean, I would, like I would, if, 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 if you would have only been concerned about making money at first, you wouldn't have gotten the opportunities for sure. You did. Um, yeah. I mean, I think like 
I think the biggest thing I ever did was work for free for, I mean, for you guys early on, for other bands, for, you know, promoting. I would just like, just want to be there yeah. and figure out a way on the side to make money to get by or whatever, or have my obviously parents like supporting me when I was in high school and whatnot and yeah. early college years. Um, but it was, it was always kind of that philosophy of like, just be involved in any way I can. Yeah. And then it was like meeting local promoters, meeting bands. It was just like, just being there to help them out. And that's all I was doing. I was never asking for anything in return. It was just like, totally. let me help out any way I can. And then I started like proving myself and they new opportunities kind of just started to come, you know? Yeah. So then, uh, uh Lydia needed a merch person. Yep. Lydia for, needed a merch person for warp tour. warp tour. John did like the first week of it. And then I did like the second week that they were on it. So they were on there for a couple of weeks and John and I split it in half. Um, <laughs> That's so crazy. So I went on the road with them and was just a merch guy. And then they did another tour directly after that, that I like was the tour manager on yeah. I was like learning that role. And then um, was on the road with them for like maybe a month. And then this Providence um, was a band I, I brought through Phoenix like early on and kind of did the same thing as Cartel. Like I had him crash at our buddy Cheese House. I, uh, you know, gave them a ton of money for a show, like all that stuff that yeah. I did kind of for Cartel. It was the same thing. So like they just knew me. They saw that I was on the road and asked me to come out and tour manage them. And that like first tour was... Uh, Paramore, cute as we aim for, hit the lights, this Providence. And that was like my first look at like what, an actual functioning like, big yeah. tour. Well, I a remember band was on a bus on it, you know, all of that stuff. It was I, like seeing the whole like, other side of it. Paramore was like it kind of exploding at the yeah. time. So it was kind of this weird in between where like the tour was, the venues they were playing weren't big enough for how big they had gotten by the end of the tour. Yep. And so it was like a crazy thing to see. Totally. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and well, he, I, even like coming home from that that tour, like I remember having a conversation with Ann Arbor, and they're like, "Oh, you're like a real manager now." Well, that's yeah. I I mean I remember you coming back from that too, and it was like, "Whoa, Tim's like on a whole like." That was like your college, it yeah. felt like or like he was like you came back and learned so much, or it felt like you, like you had some sort of grasp how to do it. Totally, and it was like, and then because that's right about the time we started, it was like the the yeah. main started yeah. yeah yeah and I remember you coming back and hearing like the first two songs and <laughs> you're like those aren't very good <laughs> um but yeah no I think I just learned a lot like I was asking Paramore's tour manager every single day like hey what can I be doing better can I help you out with anything like totally just trying to like take any of it in that I could and like gain that knowledge and I also think I did a good job at like pretending as much as possible like mm -hmm. i saw other people like the tour had a tour book so like i had to go make my own when in reality it was you just like just all the information the, yeah. was yeah. there but like yeah. i wanted to go in there and like do it all myself and totally. have like make the band feel like you know everything was take, taken care, care of i made day sheets even though there were already day sheets out like everything was just like done on the same level but obviously not the same level but like yeah. i was attempting to be like what paramore's tour manager was you know totally and i think i just like, learned a lot through like that experience and mm -hmm. even just like getting out of phoenix for the first time and yep. being on my own right out of high school you know and, happened, and then yeah. i feel like you kind of took the role of like being a tour manager and then you have these opportunities where you're like on emails with 
managers, SJC labels. drums or people from their the yeah, this the, guy, province the guy didn't have a manager the at the time. guy doing their their media from their record label or whatever, yep. and then so you're pretty much day to day or you're like being their day to day manager just kind of because you were there totally and then, yeah and, and, I was, th- and then you like took advantage of the opportunity like, yep yeah I mean I met Johnny Minardi from Fueled by Ramen and I was in contact with him every single day yeah um their agent at the time I was like in contact with him every single day so I think I was like playing that role but not realizing it at all i was just trying to help the band out and they were asking me for advice and doing all this stuff and i was just like throwing out as many like creative ideas that i could and the funny thing is you pretending to know what you're doing these people are accepting that you know what you're doing and they're like because they're just pretending everyone's pretending yeah no i mean and and there you go yeah you're you're on equal playing field as them and it wasn't just like fake it till you make it it was more like uh, well, you were actually. Have, I, I was like, I was like giving off this confidence that I knew what I was doing, but I was totally. also like making sure that I was like, no, nah, I wasn't doing anything that was like fucking somebody over. Totally, because I didn't, didn't know the know. answer. Yeah. Yep. It was just like what I did know or what I thought from seeing other bands. Like that's the stuff that I would like give. I'd give that advice out. Yeah. You know, it wasn't ever like anything with like money or cost of yeah, the merchandise yeah, yeah. and like all that stuff that I was like still learning at the time. Like it was really focusing on just like, you know, having like the same advice I gave you guys, like having Dan from this province go to the merch table after the show yep. and like seeing the merch sales go up. Uh, I would be selling merch w- every was single Was that your night. idea? Was that they, he would just do that? that no, I, I told him to, cause you guys were, you guys were doing that before I was on tour. Yeah. yeah. We, we were doing, we would, our like game plan to do our first tour before the main with our old band was like, all right, we're going to divide up and we're going to have every person in the band's going to, going to message a hundred people a day. Um, you know, we're going to break up every, every city and like become f- 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 friends with them on, on MySpace, yeah. And then they would come to the show Yep. and then we were going to be hanging out at the merch table all night. We were doing the same thing. I mean, we were doing, <laughs> we were doing, I mean, do you remember that? First show of that tour where it's like Seattle. It was like people would like giving me kisses for for tips. Like oh yeah, <laughs> it was like <laughs> we were and you're just like, like fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> like we we were just like uh, n- knew that like if you cared and if you showed people that you cared, that then they would be more invested in your music. Totally. Yeah, because uh, I mean, it wasn't like message people to come out to the show. It was no, like, it was like have was a like, conversation it was with like, them. Yeah, and I was told like, you hey. guys, you have to do this. Yeah. And I made Every it like a day. threat. If you yeah. didn't yeah. hit the number, we're not going to get the tour. Like, yeah. I lied to you entirely. Like, yeah. I think I even said, like, the other band needs us to yeah. be worth X amount of tickets in each market. Otherwise, yeah. we're not going to get it. Yeah. Which is like kind of true, I guess. You need to <laughs> yeah, yeah. some tickets, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and like we just totally. I mean, I think as, as, especially me and Garrett were kind of. I think that was then what happened in that band is that like me and Garrett wanted to put in that type of work and to take it that like like seriously, and everybody else in the band at the time thought that we were like crazy, crazy, and kind of just like kind of overdoing it mm-hmm. and like they w- w- they just they just wanted it to be more fun i guess and for us it was like well that that is fun totally to like see 
people in invested in what in what you're doing and well and it just paid off because as soon as we started the main it was like it was like a bomb went off it was because it was like we just i remember switching everything over it was all these people that were kind of so like that we were fans of our old band yeah, yeah. and then we just sliced the, it sliced, the, the name changed the, the band MySpace. on them and they're like wait why am i friends with this and they listen to the song i was like fuck i really like this and it I was mean, just that was like a, boom a huge part of like your early success i mean it happened oh, yeah. really quick and i think it's because of like the hours you guys put into that initial band well yeah. it was way easier I mean, you had like probably seven thousand ten ten thousand ten thousand friends, friends yeah. on on myspace and then well, and then and then you come out with a band that has better songs yeah that's and, what I'm and you look better and everything's everything's done better it's like oh this is cool like totally. yeah i mean that's totally what ha- like we put in the hours beforehand and, and then and, and then as soon as it started we went wow this worked put in five times as much into it and then it was people gave like instantly people cared well i think we like knew like what worked the first time yeah even like the image the obviously the songs the communicating with fans Mm -hmm. the shows we were going to be playing uh show trades with you know when you guys did the show trades with the cab like all that stuff was like kind of thought out very early it wasn't like we were starting and trying to figure out how to to operate it was like continuing yeah. from everything yeah. we learned from the previous band totally do you feel like you could tell instantly that like oh this was going to be like something yeah yeah i think well no i think it was when i heard the love juice songs yeah that like that yeah yeah because you guys were writing before then and you yeah. played yeah. some we you had played the piano some songs. The, pia- the one at the start of the piano yeah because i mean it was going to that- become like a Cope, Copeland. Yeah. yeah you guys yeah. were going like, to sound like Copeland and Ivory and like that chill. was going to, yeah. that was yeah. going to be it. And yeah, I remember I, the panic, the panic DVD was like, just came out. And that's when we started having those conversations about like making something for a younger fan base and, and more like, theatrical and more like unique. The, yeah. And like really making like, have like a specific like look and yeah. image, like every, everything fit together. And we kind of did that. For like, we did it for two shows, and then after that, we're like, we need to change everything up. We need to make it feel more like like new and fresh. Yep. And it was like, I mean, it all just started with like, what about we wear Nikes? Like, what? But that what was, if we I remember wear that like bright colored Nikes, and we're like, and like that's literally like. But it was John. The extent of it, because John loves hip hop. Yep. Yeah. And he was like, and I mean, I, I remember me and you sitting in your room and was us saying like, I was like the, like the T cause we had, we had built these, these like, like, like TVs. old TVs to <laughs> put on stage. Impossible. And I was like, I was like, they're just too heavy to bring up. Like well, we were trying to have production was, of a band, like that's playing show 500 of, cap room. Yeah. Like yeah. we couldn't have done this for, years later totally. and we're trying to do it at our first show and i mean it took a long time for you guys to get set up at your first show yeah yeah like Nothing it was a worked. while yeah. oh yeah no we were way yeah. late i remember how like, awkward song, awkward yeah. it was yeah. like the setup was 25 30 minutes it was yeah. so bad <laughs> and john and then john just faced pat the whole time yeah but um, yeah well sorry the nike thing I, what yeah. were you saying no i just saying, i mean i remember like s- sitting in your room and being like we can't do that. I was like, yeah, like, what if it, what if it's like hip hop, you know, yeah. like, like, what if it's like a, a band, but then like, we kind of like look hip hop and like, it was like, literally that was as much as we thought 
it well threw. and i remember being like and then i mean obviously that was like what was that website um like that that bam worked for oh um, uh uh, in Boston, some um, kids. Uh, or, uh, fuck, I know what you're talking about. I can't but it was like a s- streetwear street street website, yeah. and it was like so big, and we just loved all the clothes and like. Yeah, but I, honestly, I think that's why Ryan ended up quitting. Was the look of it because of that? Really? I think um, he was like, I think so. I don't. I think it got too serious. Yeah, yeah. I I think he was uncomfortable with the with the change and yeah. then and then it was too i mean i think that has part to do with it because right when those conversations were happening he's like he stopped kind of showing up to practice on time and like yep. he was just like i don't i don't i mean i think we were starting to get like an actual response from labels actually uh it was jr rodham's label um that he had his brother was a and r there that he actually reached out i remember yeah and was like interested in the band because it was a band and i remember sending in the email like oh this is a hip-hop label this is a good sales pitch to let him know that like the main's actually kind of going to be leaning more hip-hop yeah Yeah. (laughs) and never got a reply (laughs) but he reached out first yeah Yeah. and i think it was like that's not why i was trying to sign you guys yeah (laughs) i like that song daisy but i mean you guys instantly had I mean, we had multiple labels reaching out very early on. That was before that, even before the Brighton tour. It was yeah. fucking crazy. I mean, before the first show, obviously. Even. Yeah, well, the first show there was um, Immortal came out. Yep. And it was like I remember going to dinner, and I mean, we talked about it before yeah. on the podcast, but it was yep. like it, it went from like you're not, you're just a local band to like, holy shit, this yeah. thing's like. How, how long do you think it took for you to like realize because it was i mean obviously like ann arbor was bigger than us when we first started this providence you were like not managing but you were still like helping them and like they were getting big tours and that like when did you and it, it, it kind of always felt in the beginning like we were kind of the back seat because like totally. we yeah. didn't have any fans and then all of a sudden it was like kind of undeniable that, I mean, like, I think we were like gonna be the one that did it. I think I liked like the pop side of it more than when you guys were doing like the heavier stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I remember live, like you guys are my favorite live band ever. Like the show you guys did at the Hotbox, you know, like Kerosene that was, Kids. Yeah, yeah. That was like you know, you oh, that was eight hundred people, you yeah. know, at a CD release show, and that was like unreal. But yeah. like from like music and like seeing where it could go, I yeah. remember like. I think obviously early on, like listening to like, you know, starting line and newfound glory and like more of like the pop punk side of things. I think like troop one one and this Providence were kind of more like in that category where I felt yeah. like I could see, like I, I kind of got it more and could yeah. see, see the future in it. Yeah. And I think when you guys like became the season's company and then it was like feeling even more of it. And then, uh, I think when John, you know, actually joined the band, I think that was like the moment of like, you have like a singer that, could actually do this yeah and that was like a big like turning point and then i think like that february like the you know a couple weeks after you know when the band formed was like this is actually real we need to like this is going to be a career we're going to go for it you yeah. know i know it was like uh it it all kind of just like happened so fast that we couldn't even really think about it i mean all of a sudden we were like as big as the bands that 
we were looking up to or totally. or or bigger yeah and yeah. we didn't even realize it you know i mean you guys were bigger than brighton on that entire tour probably on the first tour yeah 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 and they were like our favorite band ever <laughs> yeah and that was like wow like this is happening and i think like I mean, MySpace was such a massive role in like fans adding the songs that I think it spread so quick. And do you think like what what made it so we never got complacent and like always were trying? I mean, I think that's the biggest thing that we've done is we've just always done something new and always wanted to do like some type of innovative thing and not just go through the like the, the the motions it would have been really easy to just like get on a record label and then just kind of do what everybody else did you know i mean i think it's like something inside of us more so than like something we have to force like even you know the day after the festival it was like what can we do better mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. thinking about it like yeah. I had the moment of like, wow, that was awesome. Yeah. But it's all, I'm already thinking about like, you know, we need, we need more food trucks. We need, you know, better hospitality for the fans. We need like all these other things that could have been better. Yeah. And maybe 90% of the fan base didn't even have an issue with anything, but it's like, how can we make it better? Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like even posting the new song cause that just happened. It's like you read all the ha- all the happy comments and you're like, okay. And then you get down and you're like, there's like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And, and it always sticks with you more. Like you could read a hundred comments that say, I love it. I love it. Totally. And then the one that's like, fucking bummer. No, <laughs> none, like, of, none of that negative stuff ever gets to me. Yeah. Ever. I, 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 I honestly, I'm fine like, with that. I, I, yeah. I, I think it's more I, like, how do you make. past it and I, I don't even rem- remember that it's there. Yeah, yeah. never. I, 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 I get You guys so are stronger excited. people than me. I get, <laughs> I get so excited about the moment. Like, like, like right now, that's like my favorite time because it feels like the momentum is like going up like a yeah. fucking, yeah. like a, like a roller coaster. And as opposed to just being excited about that, I just want to do more. Totally. Because oh, totally. it's just like going up. So I'm like, well, let's fucking put more gas on it and make yeah. it go well, more and more and more. Well, then uh, I, it's like it just we're in the fucking studio yesterday. Yeah. We just got done with like the biggest thing we've ever done. We just put out a just announced a new record and we're already in the studio doing more shit. It's like, but I think that's back to the point of like, yeah. I think it's just inside of us at this point. It's yeah. not even something we have to force. Totally. Um, I think it's like who we are as people. Mm-hmm. And I think like even seeing like the festival come together, I was talking with Brian about this. It's like, it's so interesting that the group of friends we have and the people that we work with, everybody has these like random unique skill sets and then yeah. everybody comes together and big things can happen because of it. Like I can't build this pop-up shop, totally. yeah. but Kenny and Gable, you know, Justin spent so much time and they yeah. did it really quick and it was like flowing out of them. It yeah. wasn't like this forced thing of yeah. like crazy hours. I mean, they built a desk for me in the back in an hour. Yeah. You know crazy. what I mean? Yeah. It's nuts. And it's like, I think it's like we have a great group of people, but it's like all of us kind of have this fire in us to do more always. Yeah. Um, which I think like, Part of me, like, I wish I had more of, like, stay, like, like, sit with, like, the feeling of the festival for a little bit longer. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Don't always move on to the next thing. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, but that's, I guess, the, 
backlash of the yeah. way we work. Yeah, but it's, it's also, like even, you can't even live to in your the comment about like the negative fan versus like mm-hmm. all the positive ones. Like the positive ones are like the ones that fuel me, oh, not like yeah, yeah. oh I'm gonna prove that person wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think at one point I, I may have like when I was younger with the band, like seeing other bands get successful and stuff. It was like maybe I had a little bit of that, but I think that yeah. part of me is completely gone. Like all I care, like I don't even look at this as a band or anything. It's just like kind of just our life and it's how do we make our life better totally and all the people that we're connecting with all the time yeah like that's the real like fire behind it you know totally yeah it's it's i mean i think seeing like wanting to be more ingrained in the lives of the people that come and, and listen like to me like it's so exciting to see people walk in the pop-up shop that have tattoos and they're hanging out with these friends and they, they have a better life because of what we're doing. So it's like, how can we do more of that? You know, it's like, it really like, there are times when it's like, yeah, like how can our band reach more people and be more popular? But like nine times out of 10, it's, that's not even the thought. The thought is like, how can we, make this com- community not bigger just better totally the know? crazy thing is going off that's all that that's all that we pretty much have been doing for the past six seven years the, you, the, know? you know walking around the 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 fest i mean like i literally knew everyone it was like oh hey there's kelly hey it's steph it's like i there's all these people that i'm like i see all the time and it's so cra- it's like oh my god i literally know like all of these people and that's what I noticed in, in, in the like in the in the uh, picture when we were doing the, the the pictures. I was like, the groups were like, oh hey, there's that group that always wears like matching shit, and I'm like, what up? You guys look great. And it's like it's just so crazy. Totally. And it's like I don't know. It, yeah, but I feel like that's like, like does any other band have that where they literally know everyone? I mean, it'd be hard to. Some, I was thinking about it. Like, but, I don't. There's very few people on this planet that have met as many people that you guys have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, thousands and thousands of people you guys have met. Yeah. Like it's insane. Yeah. I was like thinking about like, you know, obviously some people have issues with like a mean greed and, you know, not having like just a single photo or whatever. And yeah. it's obviously a majority of them are understanding, but it's like, I just, even myself, like sitting there, meeting 2000 people and then having to do it again the next day. Mm-hmm. Like that's exhausting, but like for a person, but like you guys care about it so much that it, it yeah. doesn't come across that way whatsoever, you know? And I think just an average person or even anybody, even at the show, like, Hey, I'm going to introduce you to 2000 people real quick <laughs> and just see their energy level shift. Cause it's like one person after another. And like to watch you guys for 12 years, go actually look at somebody and ha- like want to have a conversation with them wish you could like sit with each of them individually like for a longer period of time like obviously you guys would you know do it in a second it's just not even possible at this point you know but yeah. early on you guys would sit in a circle with four or five people and talk for an hour and then that's move on we, and do that's it again how we you know? have some of our best friends like yeah. that we've known for 12 like marissa totally marissa went to a show yeah. and she's one of our like really great friends now it's just crazy it's yeah and i think it's i think it's really special and i think it goes back to like the point i was even saying when i would like give 
you know, cartel a bunch of money when I didn't even have it. Um, I think that us giving back to everybody is like, so it's like built into everything. Like yeah. I don't, we yeah. don't look at profits in the same way that another band would. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, we need to make X amount of dollars to go play the city. But we're thinking like, Oh no, there's a lot of fans that want to see us there. And we're we, going to lose and, a little and, bit of money we, on this, but, but, but we haven't been there in a while. So we need to do it. Totally. Yeah. And uh, I think that's like, I, I can't tell you how point. many times yeah. I've heard that from you. Yeah. It's like, Hey, we haven't been to Pensacola in like, what, however many years. And then we go and it was like one of the best shows on that tour. Yeah. It was like, so, um, you know, and it's, it's hard. It's hard. You know, I'm, I guess I'm now in the point, like kind of wanting to find like some more like tangible things for people that want to be in, in the music industry. I think there are a lot of fans, a lot of people that listen to this are want to do something on their own, not mm-hmm. just work for a company or something. And you know, the hard part about some of the stuff that we're talking about is that it's hard to really teach. It's a kind of a natural thing that we have, you know, and then obviously then there's a part of it that you can. And, you know, I think the, the biggest takeaway from all of it so far is just that, you know, you were willing to do whatever you put yourself in the right positions and were a good person and, had somewhat of a natural ability to think of good ideas and to be helpful. Um, you know, is there, do you think there's a trait that can be taught that help that helps helps you get to where you are? I think, I think all of you guys have it, but it's like being really curious about it, you know, Mm -hmm. like diving deep into that, not just like, Oh, how does a show happen? You know, it's like, oh, you go to a concert and bands play and they, you know, yeah. set up their gear. But like a lot of people may just think that way or not even be curious about how a show works. But early on, I remember you guys just standing side stage if you were, you know, at the shows or a bigger show and looking at how it operates. And yeah. mm-hmm. you guys learning about in-ear rigs and, you know, even just little things like that. that you how picked to record up an over, album. <laughs> over the years was just... yeah you guys watching other people do it and curious and then having the belief that you could figure it out. And I think like, I mean, we've done a lot of crazy big ideas and I think it's like just believing that there's a way to pull it off. (laughs) Yeah. And that was early on. It was like, Oh, I believe I can book a show. So I'm going to go and do it. And totally could have been wrong and never have taken the chance. But I think I always like lean towards like, the big crazy idea then over the last, you know, whatever, 15, 16 years that I've been trying to do something related to music was like one upping it every time of like, yeah. all right, we accomplished that. Now let's go a little bit bigger. Totally. This is more possible. Let's try that. Like the last record, this was a really cool campaign. Let's do a bigger one. Like yeah. always trying to make, like raise the challenge of it. I think mm-hmm. if we like, if you guys became the band that like just coasted and did the same thing every single time, like I don't think I would have the passion that I have. Yeah. It's so I think like fans can like go in there and be curious and then believe in themselves that they can figure out a way to do it. I think anybody could Well, it's just make a one of those things. It. It's like I was thinking about it earlier. It's like people figure it's not like people just have these gifts. It's like yep. people literally just took time to figure out how to do that specific thing. And if if you care about it enough, you do that. And it's just, yeah, I think. Uh, 
think that's how life goes. <laughs> yeah, and just getting like out of the way of yourself is I what think, I think I've learned in the last maybe year. Yeah. Is like not forcing something so much. Like that's even the store one. that we're sitting in, it's like I was reaching out to every single place to try to find us to have a pop-up shop for three days. And then an opportunity came up for us to be here for a year and we took it and it worked. And it's like, if I was forced, I could have forced something else and it would not have been as special, but to like get out of the way for a second and trust that we'd find a solution. Mm -hmm. It, it kind of came. And I think a lot of the stuff we do where it's like an idea fails or we get the label doesn't like your record. It's like, not convincing them to like your record. It's like, yeah. all right, let's find a solution to do something else. And that like kind of came to us. We weren't like at a point in our career where we were trying to be an independent band. No, it just kind of happened. And we just went with it rather than like got in the way and try to find another label or get, find somebody that really gets it. It's like, totally. no, we got it. That's all that mattered. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, I mean, you say it all the time. It's like, I feel like a lot of people in this business get so broken down by like just the tiniest little shit and it's like it's sometimes it's just a shirt design you know totally. and like that can if some people were like let it happen for months and months and it's like what the fuck are you doing just get out of your way and let it happen big things are important totally. songs are important tours are important but just little things and like so many people get in the way of just these little things and let it ruin everything yeah but even within the band it's like we have our moments of like the, the initial artwork phase of your guys' band is like the worst part of any of your albums. It's like so much back and forth. No one knows what they want. Yeah. And then it kind of all just comes together on yeah. a day. It just, it just finally happens and then it's perfect. Well, it happens yeah. because it, it has just, to. Just the, the deadline of it. Yeah. The, de the deadline gets there and we just have to do but it. But that's like our, I think our biggest yeah. strength is like being able to be backed against the corner with like little time and little money. And then we come up with something epic, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? And I think if I gave you guys a year to pick an album cover, you would take up the entire year. Oh yeah. 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 No, we talked about, we yeah. talked about making the record. It's like you, you use the time that you're given. Yeah. Like if we would have um, had, if we would have had two years to make the album, we would have taken two years to make the album, totally. but we didn't, we had a month. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. Uh, and I guess this is a little d different than what we've done in here before where it's not as conversational, but I'm, I'm just curious. I don't know if this is something that people never hear. Like, and I, I'm just curious. Um, do you, do you have a favorite moment from the band throughout the, 12, 12 years a show a tour an album release of like one thing I mean obviously there's a I think tr like, trillion but one thing that like always sticks out to be honest I've been, I've been thinking about that a lot because it's like there were a lot of big big moments that I feel like I did not I mean even like like I said with the festival it's like you're not I didn't let it sink in because yeah. it was like moving on to the next thing and I feel like in the last like two years I've kind of like shifted my energy in a way of like not um of like trying to appreciate just the moment way more yeah um it's like it's like that balance of like being super content and happy in the moment but also like having a bigger vision for the future and like finding that in-between spot than just like living on one side or the other you know mm -hmm. um 
I think like my biggest regret with the band would be all like I'd say the first nine years not like understanding it and like sitting with it and like appreciating it and appreciating everybody that's helped out like um, in the way that I, I should have. It was always just like go, go, go figure it out. I think a lot of it had to do with like taking over the whatever label side, adding all these more roles on. It was like all this pressure around it mm -hmm. that I let that get in the way of like experiencing like real powerful moments that should have been like this huge impact. But it's not like I don't appreciate it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the no, Brazil, like going to Brazil and seeing you guys play in front of that many people, that was like unreal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't think it's a moment. I think it's like, us is mm -hmm. the part that that is the moment yeah all of us the fact that i get to work with my best friends my brother crew guys that are like our brothers mm -hmm. that's the moment i like cherish more than anything yeah like that that's something i wouldn't you know change for anything i um, i have i have a favorite moment what's that it was in el paso mm -hmm. and we just got done with pioneer and we were showing it to you I remember playing Identify, and you turned around, and I'll never forget it. And you were just like, the smile. This smile was like unreal. I'm, I have chills right now. I think just because it was so, because it was like, holy shit, we just did the craziest thing ever. And you turned around, and you're like, I'm with you. And that was like, okay, we can do this. Because I knew what we were doing was like not, like anyone else would have been like the fuck are you doing <laughs> what are you doing and you yeah. turn around and you're like i'm with you and that was like i'll, it, I'll never forget it it was perfect uh, yeah i mean i think those are my favorite moments like sitting and hearing hearing the album, the album. i mean pioneer lovely little lonely american candy forever halloween was a little different <laughs> <laughs> not because i didn't like it but the environment was it was like, weird it was, it was weird. weird we went yeah. to a separate studio uh, Brennan Benson's manager was there. They brought in other people. It was strange. They positioned me where it's like All everybody's watching me you, yeah. like get the response. And it was just like, and even like the mix and everything of it. Like, yeah. I think once like Colby put his t like ha <laughs> hands on that record, it was like, all right, I, I really like this record. Yeah. yeah. But at first it was uh, like, I was like nervous. Like, is the band going to exist in a year? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, that's what I, I was totally confident until we walked to the car and you were like, <laughs> we have a lot of work to do. And I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> maybe we won't be a band in a year. <laughs> um, at least we were all thinking in the same thing. <laughs> so I get, I'll take uh, you are okay off, off the, well, wait, one more, one more. Like, hearing numb at the festival that was pretty, i had like just my chills down my entire body it was pretty epic that was like wow that was like an unreal moment like four days before the song came out and it sounds louder than everything else like it yeah. was such like a like this big warm hug from everybody of like this is gonna make a really good year Ma massive yeah. year well it, it felt like kind of that same when you turned around it felt like five thousand people were like we're with you yeah and i was like okay cool <laughs> and that was a song that took a second when pat first played it for me in my car i was like this is this is different <laughs> <laughs> and then i like listened to it like six seven eight more times and it was like this is massive yeah. but it took a second and i think that I totally was, get that it. was my yeah. fear of fans hearing it was like i hope they give it couple spins mm -hmm. before they say anything I, I i i mean i 
it is it is one of the weirder i remember when we wrote when we were writing and you were like you're like i don't know if i into this yeah. like even you were yeah. so it was like it's just the structure of it it's yeah. fucking way different cool. and, oh. and then i and then like once we we're in the studio i remember talking to you on the phone and i was like and you were asking me like well what's going to be the song we put out like, like do, you, do you have it and i was like well we have a safe one and then we have one <laughs> that i think maybe is it but it's like a little wild and <laughs> uh, so and then uh what's your uh, favorite album of ours be, uh, I'm, I'm, we'll take uh, you, you're okay off the list because you can't can't have like the the uh, anticipation like, r- r- recency bias. It's yeah. a good record though. It's yeah. tight. <laughs> I just showed everyone all the friends and they yeah. were like, I never because I never really show them yeah. stuff and they were like fucking pumped and I was like hell yeah. <laughs> I felt good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, our 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 booking agent said it's uh, by far our be- our best album. We're well, hyping time, it up so. right now, so I can just say yeah. if that's my favorite record or not. No, because no, whatever. Okay, take so your, it off. What's your what's your favorite record? We'll do it again in a besides, year. Besides, you can... besides you are okay. I feel like I have more favorite songs than I do. Like I could just pick one album as being my favorite. All right, well then just l- so, l- list a couple songs. <laughs> this is a weird one. I think Raining in Paris is one of my favorite songs. Really? Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That EP, uh, or I, I really like that a lot. That EP? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. It's I don't so... know why. I think it was like, that was like, well, we, I also made we, that we, lyric video we, and we I sat with that song for hours. But <laughs> no. no, that I mean, I really like that record. I think a lot of that had to do with like even just like the acoustic tour is one of my favorite tours. Me I too. Think there was like a lot a big moment around it that felt like, oh, this is like a really mature band that can do a lot more than just what you know. I want to I want to make another. I think we should do another acoustic yeah. thing We've for sure. Ta- talking about that about like, like wanting to kind not of originals. Yeah, yeah, yeah thing, not an original thing and, and doing I, another tour. I think we'd be. Totally. I think we would. It would. And like be way better. Yeah, we've we've never really done like a lot of the American Candy or Lovely Little Lonely stuff in that fashion, like we did on mm-hmm. that tour. I, I I think we could do some really cool versions of a lot of those yeah. songs that we haven't done. Yeah, yeah, I think even just seeing you guys have to perform in a different way like that, I think like, like it, it was so fun. That. It isn't about like it even was so fun. Yeah, even like you just sitting there, you know, just on a stool, just like just kind of mm-hmm. focusing on your on yourself yeah. and not having to like you know or even anybody john everybody having to like make uh the crowd energy go to a certain level just totally and also just being able to sit down in a chair and watch you guys i think there's something special about that too yeah. sometimes to have it's like a, a wine night not a whiskey yeah, night. yeah. totally <laughs> um love a little lonely i feel like was like a record i always like can continue to go back to still yeah. not like obviously it's not that old but it's like i i go mm-hmm. back to it all the time i think like the energy and the feel around it like i don't know i think it was a really good time in the band's like just career i think we finally caught on to like oh we're entirely like, no one's touching this it's just mm-hmm. us i think mm-hmm. like the confidence like around you guys like as writers and the confidence in myself of like it was running yeah. it as like you know entirely without distro anything was like it felt like good to know that we could pull this off and the record itself is amazing it was definitely the most confident 
album for sure and then i think pioneer i go back to and i'm like wow this was like the game-changing record for us yeah it's so crazy because in in my head it's like such a it's like my favorite i guess but just because not like the songs because i feel like the songs could have been stronger the experience but just like the so us being like releasing whatever we were doing like i'm like an actual like emotional release like i think was uh it, it it sticks with me as like totally the most important it, maybe not my favorite which is the most important i think yeah. cool well thanks for we, we've we been trying trying to get you on the podcast for that was it a year now that was like an hour and a half really an hour oh. and 10 minutes oh. wow one of the, one of the, one of the, the, the longest ones we've done. Mm-hmm. It was right. I, I, uh, other th- other things you want to say? Yeah, a lot more. But well, that's why we'll do it again. Okay. Do an, do a, do another one. Cool. Sweet. Do you feel okay now? Good. I am okay. Except yesterday, I posted on Instagram and called your album "You're Okay." <laughs> <laughs> no, you're. Are yeah, you you are okay. You are okay. I don't feel good about that. Okay. Well. <laughs> Yeah, John now, sent me an Instagram message saying, <laughs> You're our okay. I hope you're our okay as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, fuck. Um, yep. I'll, I'll, I'll ask one more. Just, yep. I, 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 like, I like these because I'm just curious. Uh, what's your favorite uh, t- t- tour that we've done? Didn't you already say it? Like production wise or just everything? Um, I guess not, not like the marketing of it i guess like your favorite like show show yeah i think the acoustic tour for sure oh, okay well okay, okay. You know what with the with a band with a band that was a band we all played you know, i mean a, that was a like a big sh- a big show that was also like the tempe show in that venue that was, like yeah. that was really what made that one special yeah. um cuz uh what was the one <clears throat> was that what was the one that was like real trashy on trashy? that on that venue or on that the, tour, the I mean, there's a couple. I know. Like what was in, the one that was in uh, um, uh, Oklahoma City? Maybe that's what I'm. Yeah, I think yeah. in that one, it was just like, like a, that was a not run, the same vibe as the <laughs> I think one. outside of yeah. that, like vibe, like modern nostalgia, the production on that was like my favorite. I think out of everything, yeah, I think fun. like the enclosed environment that was created was mm-hmm. unreal. Yeah, it looked nuts. It also but I mean, really obviously, weird. like the easy ones of like eighty-one twenty-three tour, and the ones where we have friends on, where just the mm. the energy around the shows are just like backstage, everything. It's just like a good environment. Yeah. I think that's fun because I mean, I just look at like even a show day as like the feeling of hanging out back there, and everybody's really comfortable. Yeah. When, it's, when you're on a tour where you're either supporting somebody or we have like some openers that you're not like that close with. Like yeah. just the vibe of the show feels different to me. Totally. Cause it's like less, uh, it feels more like can feel like work, like, yeah, but not sure. the show, just like the day. Yes. Can yeah. feel like work, which changes everything. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But when you can go grab lunch with like the openers yeah. and go hang out with other people and like whatnot, it's like, yeah. it's just like a really good feeling. And it feels like more of like a vacation than I'm at work right now. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right. Cool. Eighty-one twenty-three fest twenty twenty-one twenty-two. I saw that we yeah, yeah we announced that yesterday. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let's do it, baby. Yeah, I um. Except we have to do August first, twenty twenty-three. 
August 1st? Eight, yeah. one, two, three. Yeah, ah, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. We do can't it. do that in Phoenix. No, we're gonna have to do it somewhere else. I think we can All do right. a cruise. That yeah. would be sick. We'll do a, do a do a cruise for eighty one twenty three day. Yeah, that's awesome. We should, we should do it. All right, you guys hear right. it here for actually. The, you know what? Let us know cruise. what you want. We'll do July 29th through August third, <laughs> and we'll have the big day being yeah August first. Sweet, I can't wait. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Go to 8123.com slash cruise to get your tickets. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, though, is like, now we're just definitely, we're going to, we have to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah. Like 100%. Literally, haven't heard this yet. We've never talked about it. We just decided. We literally, you Uh, hear it here now. We talked about that. We've heard, talked about a cruise, but yeah. But the date, you have to do something big. Yeah. Um, It'll be awesome. And we we definitely need to do another 8123 tour. Yep. At some point, we yeah. do an acoustic tour. Maybe we do it since we'll skip, since we're skipping that it, year. We'll end it, and we'll do a side episode of just us talking about random stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. I like that. All right. Cool. Well, don't have to end it right here. You can edit it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh.